Wiggity, wiggity, what's up, dude bros? I'm Dippy Fresh. I like skateboarding, supporting my sister, and punctuating every sentence with a high five. Hi, and welcome to a currently unnamed film podcast. I'm Jessica. I'm Hanma. I'm Space. And today we watched Gravity Rises. (laughs) (laughs) That's the joke you put at the beginning of the episode. Third time's the charm. That's it, with third time trying to start okay, the episode. We watched um, an episode before Weirdmageddon and then the Weirdmageddon arc in Gravity Falls. I'll let Space do a little summary. Yeah, well, I mean, we watched a bit more than that. Yeah, you could say. <laughs> yeah. How uh, much did you force him to watch? The whole show. Um, <laughs> God. At 10, 10x speed. Um that's no. the most you sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> I watched the entirety of Gravity Falls at 10x speed. Uh, no, um, I watched the entirety of Gravity Falls flipped 180 degrees in the corner of some random YouTubers reacting to it in 2014. Um, and then I, I got to watch it. Spill the Milk has a really long reaction. They do, but they're not bad. No, I'm talking about, you know, back in the older days where like, if people were using the TV downstairs, like I watched Rhythm Again 3 for the first time as a reaction video. Of some oh. random people reacting to it. Um, yeah, life is so hard. Um, anyway, um, yeah, no. Han, uh, so I've seen Gravity Falls. Jess, seen Gravity Falls. Hanma has now seen Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I wanted to mostly just watch Wim again. Um, but then we just, we, we just like flicked through some of the other episodes to like, like anything vaguely plot related. Now I'm thinking about the name, saying Gravity Falls. Like I realize it's referencing to like the type of. Like some towns are called falls because it's like a waterfall. Oh yeah. It also, it's like saying oh. like, yes, the water is wet. Like uh, gravity falls. Uh, that's what he means by it's a pun. I never got it. <laughs> oh dear God. Never ever. Not like Niagara Falls. Yeah. No, it must be. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, that's what it is in universe, but gravity falls. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, and and um, also we'd seen different Mabel vs. the future in like December. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Is that the one where they're trying to get the pig? No. Did you not do the watching for this week? Wait, the future... Well, okay, well, you have seen it, so, so it's fine. Wait, no, no, you No, said... Different Mabel vs. the Future is a UFO. The... Oh, okay, I thought you were... You know the one where, like, the time-travelling dude, like, who looks like an egg? Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to get waddles? Yeah, And yeah. then they, they time-travel Oh, that's the time-traveller's get... pig. Okay, they have very confusing titles. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like the Owl House level of names. Watching and dreaming. Blech. Convention. Blech. Owl House, such ass names. Owl House, ass finale. Cringe. <clears throat> Speaking of cringe, um, let's get back to Gravity let's Falls. Start, let's start talking about space in that case. Uh, now listen here, Jessica. <laughs> you actually uh, know my middle name. You're doxing me. <laughs> he just doxed me. Yeah, but you I have to put like a beep over that. <laughs> Not cut it, just put like a long oh, beep. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, um, okay, yeah, have a, do you want to say the plot to what you understand of what we watched? Um, so, so what happened? So, where, where, where does the bit we watch? Start. Does it start when the guy drops the crystal ball thingy? Should I go from there? Uh, no, I, I wanted, I'm curious how much you understand what happened before that. Okay, because that was the bit we watched ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, 
uh, what's his name? Ford wants um, <laughs> Dipper. To no, be... wait, no, I, I like the whole like show. Oh, the whole show. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, you like Gravity Falls? Name every plot point. <laughs> uh, okay. No. So, um, Name every so, so Dipper, Dipper and Mabel go to stay with uh, their uncle Stan. Name every object Bill transforms into. <laughs> he doesn't transform into objects. Yeah, he does. Bill. Yeah, he does like about? all those like weird shape shifting things. You know, he's in like um, Stanley's mind. I think you're thinking of um, what's his name? No, but he transforms. The, the, he's still the clay guy. He's still a triangle, but he transforms into different forms. Like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, so what? They go and stay with their uncle Stan, and he's like, "This is a fake magic shop. Magic does not happen." And then they're like, "Cool." And then he goes down into his basement, and you don't see what's happening. And then just like a ton of random stuff happens, right? Yeah. Um, blah blah blah. And then you find out that he's making this weird underground portal and then more blah 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 and then he um there's like this weird evil triangle guy My favorite part of Gra- gravity falls blah blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 this we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> um well and so then there's this triangle and then he keeps on coming and there's like this annoying like baby guy um who has a crush on on mabel one of the twins and he wants the triangle guy um and then blah 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 blah, and then you find out that the portal this is, is nonsensical. Stan Stan wants to get his twin brother out of the portal, um, and then he he launches the portal, and then like find out loads of stuff, and then uh, and everyone there's like a a big mo- like moment when the the kids think that Stan's bad because the FBI guys are trying to arrest him, and then he's just trying to rescue his brother. Um, and then you started saying "mur," and I thought you were going to say they did a big murder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's not that is all the murder happened in Wimbledon Part One." I'm curious because that that was one of the bits where because like a lot of the other bits we were going to the show because like for time I was just like, "Oh, skip, skip," and then like for like the end of Not What He Seems, uh, the portal episode, we like watched the whole five. Minutes. Yeah. Do you think that was worth watching the whole five minute bit of? Uh, it was quite. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about um? Okay, and then the next bit. And then the next bit um. So then they, then they just, like, do a ton of random stuff. Oh, yeah, because there are these, like, three books. Like, the the journals, which um, the Cor- guy... Korah, Bible, and uh, Quran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and so the guy in the portal, who's called Ford, who's, like, the great uncle of the kids, made the books. Um, and then using the books, you, like, make a, a portal into the dimension where Triangle Man lives. Um and it sounds like a six years old fever dream. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what it felt like. What and then so, what? And then what? So, so you, so you, so you take the, the three books <laughs> and you, you combine them to get into tri- Triangle Man. <laughs> he only has one eye. <laughs> it's literally another portal was born, <laughs> and, and he gets he has a secret twin brother and. And he's trying to save him, um, because because he um. <laughs> um, and then what happens? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then there's some random thing where um, uh, Dipper and Ford, the the guy who came out the portal, like go on like a ton of missions, and then Mabel is kind of useless. <laughs> um, I don't think you got to see like any sections where Mabel is like. Remotely, Mabel's my cool second. Or smart or Mabel's my second favorite character. Was she at the beginning though? When when 
Stan is like, take anything you want, and Dipper just gets like a, a little hat. Um, she like goes and like pulls out a grappling hook. Grappling hook. <laughs> yeah, uh, but otherwise she seems to be pretty. She's pretty useless. And then, and then some like bloody blah, blah. Oh yeah, the books. Um, they're like important for opening up the place to Triangle Man's home. Um, and there's loads of drama about it. And then, and then right at the end, Ford, the the guy who came out the portal. Is like, uh, Dipper, do you want to be my apprentice? And Dipper is like, um, how does what that is look Dipper on like? a CV? Like, apprentice to Magic Man created three amazing. books. Amazing. How would you put that though? <sighs> Dipper's fine. Dipper can do whatever he wants. Like, I didn't go to high school. I had an apprenticeship studying gnomes. Mm. I think it would look great. But yeah, go on. Yeah, and so, and so Dipper kind of wants to take it because it's like what he likes doing. Um, but he uh, and his sister Mabel are going to go back home. Uh, but if he takes the apprenticeship, then they won't um, be able to like see each other as much. And so she's really, really sad about it. And he's like, "This is my future." Um, and then, and then, so she's like going off sulking. And she accidentally takes his backpack, where she runs into this weird nerd in the forest. And then the nerd's possessed by a Triangle Man. He's like. Give me that weird orb thingy in your backpack. She's like, sure. Because um, he like tricks her that it's going to make her like do something cool. Um, and then and he just chucks it on the ground. He does actually follow through on his Yeah, career. that's so cool. It's so awesome, right? He does actually like technically kind of keep through on what he meant. Because he's like, I-, I can give you something. It's called a time wish. It prevents time from going forward. Summer and gravity files can last as long as you want it to. Yeah, yeah, because then he 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 blasts time, baby, doesn't he? Later on, and True, he also yeah. like freezes time. No, but like he's from a previous episode. I imagine you haven't watched. He's a time traveler. Um, so I realize that's very confusing to you. In my no, head, no, I no, call- I know, I know, okay. I, I I saw that already. Okay, you in my head, watch. I call him Eggman. Um, well, but he's he's not no, but he's not Eggman in that bit. He's Bill. I know, but sorry, sorry. I'm aware Sorry, of that space. <laughs> Did you see the, the, the lines and the yellow in his eye? <laughs> and when Bill came out. <laughs> it didn't look closely. Bill is triangle man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, uh, thank you for all this useful information, guys. Ooh. I so wasn't aware that Bill was triangle man. <laughs> no, we have, to, we have to help the Yeah, audience. yeah. It's like when you give your character two names, Bill and Triangle Man. Yeah. You, know, you can't expect your poor It's like when they didn't to... realise that Tom Riddle was Voldemort. I am. I am Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At the end of... Uh, actually, no, I shouldn't spoil it, actually. That, that's actually something not worth spoiling. Oh, it's um, like when it's Clark Kent and Superman. Anyway. Um, and then... And then what, yeah, okay. so, so then he chucks down the thingy and then... then Triangle Man unpossesses the nerd in the woods, and then he's like, ha ha ha, and then loads of weird stuff happens, and then um, he's like causing havoc in the town, um, and then he gets all these like weird buddies to come out this like cross shape in the sky. Um, oh, was I the only one who thought one of the creatures kind of looked like the puberty monster? Huh, I didn't notice. Uh, oh, the pink one. Yeah. I guess kind of, yeah, from Big Mouth. Yeah. Uh, well, then, then there's just like a ton of random stuff of them causing havoc, and then they like get Ford and like turn him into a statue, and then 
It's like bloody blah, blah bloody blah, blah, and then uh, uh, Dipper and Mabel go back to the the place where they've been staying, which like has this special protection from Bill that they made before. And their uncle Stan is like, "We have to stay here and be safe." But everyone's like, "No, we've got to rescue um, Uncle Ford." Oh wait, no, I forgot. Damn, um, yeah, you blitz Ma- through Mabel, the, uh, um, the bubble stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they got no, but <laughs> that, that, that literally wasn't even that important. You think so? Um, no, no, because if they, I'm pretty sure if they cut that bit I'm out, I'm so then... sorry, Dippy Fresh. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yo, yo what's up, D bros? <laughs> wait, you're skipping Radical. ahead. You're skipping ahead. Um, no, that bit was fun, but like it wasn't relevant to the plot. But Mabel gets like put in this weird bubbly thing, and then Bill is just like, it's the emotional plot. Got got a bubble, and mm. then they're like, let's go rescue Mabel and and Ford, and so then they go, and there's like. Uh, this whole like massive chase scene with the uh, prodigy baby guy who's like chasing them around with loads of like uh, truck drivers Dis- and stuff. Auto Mart Huge Warriors. like yeah, like hot car chase. Isn't fights. it like a Max Fury Road? Yeah, right? yeah. You know yeah. what? I, you know what? I and then and then at the end, they all just park, and then Dipper's like <laughs> gives an emotional speech, and they're like, you know what? You're right. And then and then end of that. Um, <laughs> Did you think that was it? Do you not buy it? Huh? Do you not buy it? No, it was, like, it was fine. But, there's like, a lot of dumb stuff in these episodes. Yeah. And as much as I like it, there are like like the circle thing. Dumb as hell. Really? Oh, no. I think the circle thing was fine because they, they didn't use it. If they if they like used it and, and Bill just no, like... Then why is it there <laughs> then, if they... No, because they had to pay it off because it had been every single episode. People had been theorizing it for like four years, what it could be. I so know, if it didn't so, show it's up, it's so then... dumb. Like, yeah, I don't no, care don't... if it's in the like. Don't put it in either then, because it's like a dumb plot point. What, what do you mean? Like, don't. I realized it was in the title, but then like, if you had to pay it off because it was in the title, don't put it in the title because uh, it's a dumb plot point. I I think they just did it because it was like cool and it was awesome like having seen that page at the beginning like oh, what could this mean who's that is pacifica the llama because she's like a mirror image of mabel and mabel was wearing the llama sweater at some point who's ice is wendy always around ice like it was so cool like for, for years people were thinking about it it's it one of the coolest means bits. nothing no no but it's cool it's awesome um i don't know i th- i think it's fine that they didn't use it if they did use it it was important i think there were there were three major like bits in the wind again stuff that i'm like oh, okay um, but we'll get on to that. Um, yeah, then what happens? Then then they go back to the, the, the shack and everyone's like, let's go um, uh, do some, some cool stuff. And then they go and... Whenever they say they, the shack, I just keep on thinking it's Shake Shack. It's <laughs> 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 like I'm going to go get milkshakes. <laughs> they, they had, they had that, that whole bit where they go into, into Mabel's bubble, which like, despite being like some like terrifying orb where... Sounds like, like a code Bill has reference. like in like imprisoned one of the main characters. They literally just walk <laughs> straight through it. Like they don't even have to find a door. They just walk into it and then they appear inside. Oh, you don't. You don't That's think, how like, doors the key, work. Like the whole key stuff. Wait, where did they get the key from? Gideon had it for some reason. In his hair, yeah. Yeah, why would Gideon have it? Because Bill asked him to protect it because he wanted to protect Mabel. Yeah, but oh, I, I guess if you give him the key, then it lets him. Like, I don't believe. know why Bill. I guess he wanted Gideon to like be on his side, but at the same time, like Gideon's just a regular dude. Like, why didn't Bill just keep the key on him? Yeah, especially if he like knows that like Dipper and Mabel are kind of important to like potentially defeating him since they did defeat him twice before. But the worst bit, the worst bit is when 
he's like, oh yeah, you're not much of a threat now, are you? And then he just turns around and he's like, to, like after like turning forward into stone easily, he just turns around and he's like, okay, you guys you can eat they, him, see ya. They turn all the characters and then he just in, runs away, obviously. When they turn all the characters into banners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do all of them, Bill. Just do all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because he, he only needed... um. Yeah, wait, why didn't he do Dipper and Mabel? Because he didn't need Dipper and Mabel. Oh, no, because no, he was going to threaten... He didn't threaten. need Stan either. He only needed Ford. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, 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 but he was going to use Dipper and Mabel to threaten... Uh, he was probably going to torture them to get Ford to... Threaten to, to like, rip their banners in half. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, um... Um... No, but the bit where they went into the bubble was like, you probably could have cut it out of the story. Really? And it would have, like, the plot would have made as much sense. But it was definitely the most enjoyable part of the, sh- of the bits Do that I saw. Do you think so? Yeah, with, like, Dippy Fresh and those, those like, bodybuilder lawyer guys. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so good. And it, I, I think it's, it's their, best, uh, their best use in the show because they've only showed up twice are they real i'm so confused yeah because they, they just survived and lived oh no but at the very end of when like the wind again stuff all clears away we we see them fade. But how do they get out the bubble because everyone else disappears in yeah the bubble. <laughs> rule of funny john paul sardu said that all living things <laughs> live to exist in pain and die by chance totally righteous bro <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. you know they kind of like, between Dippy Fresh and those guys, like, there's, like, a fine line between, like, is this the same joke? Right? But I don't know. But like It's the dip- funny every time. The, the Dippy Fresh is, like, like the whole jealousy. The Dippy's jealousy is, is done so perfectly. It's like, I hate him so much. And, and, and like, <laughs> the, the high five. <laughs> oh, yeah, when, um, what, what's he called? Dippy. No, the Seuss. Seuss is, like, when when Dippy Fresh wants to give them a high five and Dipper is like, don't. And then he does that weird, like, fingering Yeah, he's like, <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> can we just address the, um, in here you can be whatever age you want? That was so <laughs> sus. There were so many just really sus parts of the show. And I'm oh. so glad that when I was watching that, I guessed that it had to be that she was, like, well done, well done, well done. In the land, but, like, so weird. There, there, was, there was something else like that. that that we saw. The I can't fact what that it Justin Roiland's in this show. <laughs> a voice of Rick and Morty. Rick and Mortis. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what it is now. Yeah. Um, what else was... That's, I don't know. I've, I never noticed the, like, Dippo Wendy thing ever. <laughs> in, like, millions of watches or this. Oh, my God. Um, no, but but you guessed that. And you guessed uh, the Ford and, and Stan Sofik stuff. That was... <laughs> That was so smart. I was like, I was like, hmm. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it, I'm gonna veer the topic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to talk about the ending. Yeah. Um, and two points of it. First off, um, I think that the ending and him getting his memories back was kind of anticlimactic. You you think the whole ending? No, just the fact that he gets his memories back. Like, yeah, you have to hold the cringe. Like you know, like in How to Train Your Dragon two. When the dad gets blasted by the dragon to save his son, and like you're so sad, can you imagine if the dad just comes back to life? It just ruin the entire film. Yeah, his dad dies. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, (laughs) I hate how to train the dragon so much. Oh my! 
Get out. So get get out. It's one of those movies that everyone's like, oh, it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn his mic off. Yeah. He's not allowed to be here anymore. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm back. Oh, there were some technical difficulties. <laughs> what should I say? Uh, no, censorship. It was called yeah. censorship. No. Difficulties, tech, yeah, tactic, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Um, <laughs> what were you trying to say? Tactic, tech, tech, no, no, tech, no, no, like because you'd be like, there were some technical difficulties. You know how you could call somebody difficult? Mm. How do you, like, there's a way to reconcile that? There's a pun, but you haven't come yeah. up with it yet. That's what my mum always says. She's always like, I have a really intelligent thought, but I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> Understandable. Um, my second point was oh, yeah. um, obviously, there's a lot of we're just past the 10 year anniversary i think it was mm. there's a lot of outside content um paratext if you will google it um and the surrounding idea that bill is still alive in stan's mind because his memory came back and i think if this was like included in the show more or there was another season i think i could forgive him getting his memory back because that's a really really good plot twist and you see, like, right after the credits, there's, like, a flash of, of like, a photo of Bill chilling in the woods somewhere. It just made me so such, happy. That's such a good plot twist, because, like, you think that it's really... I, I wish it continued along, because I think as it is, it doesn't really fulfil... You can't say it's a proper plot twist, because it, it doesn't fulfil it. But um, it would... What it would do if it got another season was take this, what you think is a really cringy moment of, like, him getting his memory back and being like, oh, that's so, like oh, they just did that because it's they're like going away and they wanted it to be happy. And then using it to bring back the major villain. I think that's so good. Mm. Yeah, but... um, uh, Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind because after, after they killed him or whatever, I don't know, I kind of miss Bill. <laughs> you know, that, I miss that, him so much. That bit, the, the bit in the credit, in the, like, the opening credits or whatever, when he does that little like slide move with his, his walking uh, suit, yeah, you, know? Wait, you know, we never actually watch the normal credit sequence. <laughs> I thought that we had, so I was like, mm. I'm not going to use the 40 seconds. To, now that I say 40 seconds out loud, it sounds like a, like I should have just done the 40 seconds. I was like, I'm not going to use the 40 seconds to waste, like showing you the old intro. Because I thought I'd, you'd seen it before, but Hanma's never seen the original. He still hasn't seen it. So when Uncle Stan actually does that move in the real one, I'm just realizing now that move that you really like with the duh, when it goes duh, 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 and Uncle Stan goes duh, duh. Um, that's a million. Uh, yeah. Copyright yeah. strike. It's <laughs> coming out of the budget. <laughs> it was such a good cover that they took it down. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but oh my god, can you imagine? Can you believe that there are like, you know, forty other episodes of the show where Bill isn't a character? That's so weird. Yeah, but he was so good because he was like. He was so witty and and just like had such a. He was like because he like you know it's always really nice when like the the villain especially when he's like trying to just destroy everything is just like some kind of like fairly eccentric funny guy, and I I was I really missed him like you remember that bit at the end when they're they're on the bus um and then it's like cut to outside and you see like all the. The main characters like waving and walking away. I was like, "Oh, Bill's not there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Bill's statue was just in the background, like that's where it was in the woods. Ah, oh, yes, the main villain of the show should be there waving the main characters away. If it was yeah. Steven Universe, then it would be. <laughs> um, uh. No. Um, 
Yeah. Do you do? You, are there any particular like lines or like of moments of him that, that you remember very fondly? Um. We'll meet again. Oh yeah, that was good. That no was really good. I love that song. But I feel like I've seen that like almost exactly in a ton of other things. When, really? Uh, not not the exact song, but yeah, when when like the the bad guy comes in playing like a <laughs> sentimental song on the piano. <laughs> what was so cursed though was like. When he was playing it, and you see like the thingies on the inside moving, fine. Like it's, it's like a way too much effort for not much gain to like animate the piano properly. But it was like it was pretty far off. But then he literally stops playing piano, and you hear the music keeping going. Pianos are never animated correctly. No, except and it drives soul. me insane. You know they animated the guitar correctly on in Coco. Coco. Yeah, insane. Like yeah. truly. Also in The Last of Us, I think in both video games, the guitar. Is animated correctly. Well, yeah, I don't know. If I was an executive, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave room in the budget for that. No, 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 <laughs> Three no, 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 no. <laughs> expensive animation. I don't know. But. As a music nerd, you—it's so distracting to see them just move incorrectly. Especially if it's like some old Hanna Barbera or whatever, where they're like moving, like you know, three times a frame or something to like or, dish out the spare thirteen k in the budget to every get single this. time there's violin on screen in anything they there's always the sound of vibrato and their fingers are just still <laughs> i'm like that's, that's <laughs> so I mean, just wiggle your finger no, no room in the budget so much effort although what was so creepy was like um it's not even animated when, it doesn't take any effort when no no but when when like you you see a scene and there's like some people talking in the foreground and you like look in the background, and there's just this kid who's just like frozen in like half smile. It's so cursed. In in like the whole of, of yeah, the like show. all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, all the time. Like do you remember, time. especially it was so creepy when um when they were getting on the bus and they were like hugging Stan or whatever. And then you look in the background, and then there are these two kids who are just like frozen in in sand. Oh my god, seeing so cursed. seeing Candy and Grandad like at the end. Like can you imagine like Hammer like seeing them? They were in, they're not in rhythm again like at all, and then they're like, Mabel, we missed you so much. We love you so much. Like you've never seen them before. You have no idea who they are. I think it's like a little bit annoying that I think Mabel is definitely the secondary protagonist yeah, yeah, to yeah. um the boy child. Yeah, Dipper. <laughs> I forgot his name. It's literally tattooed on his forehead. Um, yeah, I. I don't know. It just seems like it wanted to be like that kind of boy's adventure story, and then like the girl gets brushed off. No, no, she gets she gets treated like dirty. Um, I think she has the most interesting like emotional plotline though, because it's like very fascinating to be like. I love it when the main character gets tricked by the villain into doing something selfish. Yeah, because like they. Especially like the themes of growing up, I think that's very poignant to like summer vacation vacation. And I think she holds most of the emotional weight of um kind of the show. Yet Dip is portrayed as more important because he holds the actual like mystery plot line. I just don't think that's fair. Mm. Do you think it's it's interesting that uh, like she never apologizes for ending Oh yeah. Or maybe for starting with Mageddon. Like she never tells anyone. Yeah, that's true. You kind of forget it. Well, she didn't mean to. You know what? No, you know what's the most, the most sus one, though? The most sus. Dipper. You should let, you should let, let Mabel go. This is what she would want. Gideon. 
peak emotional vulnerability. Will you tell her what I did? Dipper. Of course. Uh, never tell her. <laughs> As a child, I remember um, Mabel was permanently ingrained in my head because there were two episodes of two different shows which like scarred me as a very small kid. Like, I have to be like seven or something. Um, where it was the one where they're in the like convenience store. Yeah. And Maple gets like high. Oh, oh my god, candy. that one is awesome. Yeah, she gets possessed by a ghost. It's great. And then there's this other episode of, you know, that show? I think it was on Cartoon Network, like the fish in the aquarium, or the pet store. Fish hooks? Yes. And there's this one episode where they get this disease that turns them into photos of real dead fish. Oh. And it's just, it was so disturbing to me as a oh, child. Wow. I like had nightmares about yeah. turning into they a put, dead They put fish. Actual, actual photos in there. Of dead fish. In the animation. Yeah, it suddenly switched from like this very cutesy I hate that so fish. much. I hate it's that so much. It's so freaky. In, in, the, in the episode, they, um, like, especially when they went into those weird bubbles. Um, like first they, they went in and they were anime and I was like, fine. And then they went in and then they were like in, um, everything everywhere all at once with sausage limbs. And then they went into one and they were like a pixelated game. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. <laughs> and then they went into one and there were photos of adults. It was so cursed. I hated it so much. Those the voice actors. Yeah. It was so weird. And then, and then they go into the, the bubble thing and there's just like stock photos of wool everywhere. I, I find I really I don't understand like it's so it it looks so I don't bad. mind that what I do mind is photos of dead fish <laughs> in this like very <laughs> simplistic no in the show I'm talking about yeah 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 no 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 they're no. just they're very sorry this literally scarred me as a child but the idea of just like they, they were just like regular and then like slowly the fish would get sick and then they'd come in in the morning with like very little it was like a cold come in and they just find in the bed. Like this photo of like a live action <laughs> dead fish floating upside down. Oh wow! I, I actually really want to watch that. I'll probably watch it. It, it has just. Uh, it, I mean, it has a, a voice that I like in it as one of the main characters. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't understand your problem with the with the mixing textures. But yeah, you'd hate Gumball. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to see it like on the, on the plane. Just and instantly, it was like, like, like oh, I, I, I never used to mind it. Like, cause I didn't really notice it when I was younger, but. Um, now that I think back on it, it was like someone made it on scratch. Yeah. No, I yeah, feel like it's done like vibes. that to make it seem more surrealist. Like, because we're in Maple's little bubble. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, supposed no. to feel jarring. And then also when they're in the literally weird balls, whatever they are, mm. like it's supposed to be very, very jarring because that's the point of it. And I don't mind it because artistically it is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Like you felt disturbed by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, no, I I didn't feel disturbed by it from like a now that is a weird bubble point of view. Like when they got turned into sausages, like that was like you know it's what you'd expect from a weird bubble. Mm. But when they when they got turned into like, actual photos, it was just kind of it just looked kind of gross. Yeah, uh, that's uh, no, the point. But, yeah, no, but it was meant to be weird, not like no, but it ugly. Feels, it feels gross. It was like it was like if You're they calling went in, them ugly. <laughs> it would <laughs> no. be no, it would be like if they went into 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 like a bubble and then suddenly the animation was like it like and now a break for our sponsors <laughs> <laughs> maybe like if they went in and then the, the animation was like had a really low frame rate and it was really pixelated um and just made badly 
Um, no, but it's jarring in the world. That's the point of it. No, I, no, I no, no. I, I, I understand what you yeah, mean. Yeah, Because Hammer also just didn't like like the wall. But in, anyway, 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 anyway. No, but especially because like the rest of the the show was looked all so nice. Like all the you colors. Think so? Yeah, I really like the way it looks. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Apart from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the colors and everything were really nice. Mm, no, I think I think these three episodes are definitely like the prettiest. And like the sky is so nice. And like and like I don't know. Like you look at like the amphibia ending for comparison. And like I love amphibia. Stop. Dumping on oh it was Owl House uh, Yeah no Owl House is cringe lame and like how on earth do you make like some weird Whoa. like I didn't swear did I? No. Uh, no, like how how on earth do you make some weird cringe like clearly potential of a funny show for 15 episodes? Last five episodes of season one, did, oh pretty good, this is a pretty good show. Best show I've ever seen for the first 10 episodes of season two and go straight back to cringe for the rest of it and how come everyone on the internet doesn't see it it's so cringe it's like a weird lame shadow of gravity falls and like cringe jokes and like ah! i think they oh. were distracted by the gay <laughs> no no oh my god no but I, actually that's really interesting because the bits where uh like the two characters are like almost dating is like so exciting and then when they start Just dating to preface like, that, oh, with, okay. that makes me sound homophobic i was <laughs> <laughs> i am gay <laughs> I was just saying that people were so proud That's of the progressiveness. Saying, of the saying I can't be homophobic, I'm gay, is basically like I have black friends and you're better than that, Jess. <laughs> How is that I'm black, got black friends? I like saying I am black. Oh, black now you're claiming to be black. I can't believe that on the Gravity Falls episode is when we really start seeing your, your true colors. Um. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I was giving an example for that one. But no, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> often people get blinded by the fact that it, there is representation because they're so excited uh, about it because it's yeah, not yeah. normal. Um, before looking at the fact that the not representation... Not normal. <laughs> not normal. <laughs> just, just leave now. Just, just, but before you get any words, remember, this goes on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the it place where people get cancelled. common in tv shows the new it, newspaper <laughs> private school student says gay is not normal because of the heteronormativity of hollywood to see gay couples on shows and people get very excited that, that when there is inclusion because obviously you want to see people like you on tv and it's very exciting they sometimes forget that the show they're watching is just bad Speaking about gay couples, we got Blubs and Dullard in the in Gravity Falls. Are they the the they police guys? The cops, yeah. yeah they should have kissed. <laughs> no, it was the they go the, in for a hug. The the bit when they um, uh, the the first time that I saw them was when when Stan was like, <laughs> it was like he was like having a midlife crisis or whatever, but because he was about to activate the portal and he was doing like a ton of fun stuff. And then, and then they were like, uh, they came and they're like, uh, do you have a permit for all that? And then Stan was like, do you have a permit for being lame? And then he, and then I was expecting them to be annoying, but he was like, can't argue with that. And then went away. <laughs> it was so Carry good. On. <laughs> so good. Oh man. They went in for a hug. They should have kissed. Yeah, Is anyone it was twenty. It was twenty sixteen. Uh, I don't. I don't blame them. In Gravity Falls? Yeah. I don't oh yeah, nobody name. even kisses in Gravity Falls, except I, I think there's probably like one joke kiss somewhere. Oh wait, no, no, there is one big kiss in, in season one. But, yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, so in the, on the, the episodes overall, um, like, when, when again won, like, establishing the apocalypse, tons of Bill, 
lots of Bill Dipper Ford interactions. So good. Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wimbledon one established in the apocalypse. Wimbledon two, we're inside the Maple Land. Wimbledon three, uh, Shaktron, and then Ford and Stan making up and defeating Bill and then leaving. Hot take. Yeah. I don't think that Bill ever lives up to the potential that he set out. Really? In, like, the sock puppet episode. Oh, do you think so? We never saw the sock puppet. The sock puppet episode is actually probably my favorite episode of Gravity Falls. I think Force. it's my favorite episode of Gravity Falls. <laughs> I, I couldn't justify the extra 20 minutes because it's like not essential to the plot. Oh, but, but it's, it's so really is. good. It's really good. It's um, just, I don't think he, he's always on the verge of like actually being scary. Because you could be scary and funny at the same time. I always think he's on the verge of it. And maybe it's just because it's a kid's show and I was scared of him when I was a child. And then yeah. I'm not now. No, I couldn't. I, the I, sock puppet episode? Still holds up as like a pretty terrifying. Yeah, experience. yeah. I I couldn't watch that alone in my room. I had to go downstairs what and be with my family. <laughs> Basically, um, just summarize the episode. Um, Dipper gets possessed by Bill. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, because Dipper like has that laptop. Remember McGucket's laptop? Uh, kind of. Yeah. And he's almost figuring out like who the authors of it. And Bill doesn't want him to because he doesn't want him to get in the way of his plans. So. Bill possesses him. Like he tricks Dipper into making a deal with him, and then he possesses him. Um, and then, yeah, but he, I, I think the bits that really haunted me was just like, you know how Bill like changes shape and like, do you remember, no, do you remember at the beginning of Winmagen 1 where he's like, well, is it this interesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, it's like kind of that, it's like more, that I find really scary. Bill in that episode is more creepy than scary, especially because he doesn't have a physical, yeah, no, that's true actually. Because the difference between Bill before Winmagen when he doesn't have a physical form is like, he has to like trick you and like all that stuff, right? Because he's like less powerful. But when he actually has the power and can literally just like shoot lasers or explode you or turn you to gold or something, he becomes like just scary. But before he's like creepy and no, like disarming. No, but I disarming. feel like he, he never, they gave him too much power because with, with the other one, when he's like doesn't have a physical form, then what he's doing always feels like there's this, this, this power hiding in the background and he's super smart and he can yeah, do everything, but he yeah. has to trick you first. And so like he does feel all powerful. And he feels smart. But when you get to like the Weird Mageddon episodes, because he's all powerful, you're just wondering, like, why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do this? Like, why is he losing? Because mm. logically, just turn everyone who's threatening you into stone. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, th there's no excuse for not turning Dipper into stone. Uh, but no, no, there's no kill, kill Dipper, kill Mabel. Uh, might as well kill Stan. If everyone else you want to turn them into a chair, fine. Murder but, everyone. Like, yeah, there's like no excuse for leaving them alive. Um, and it makes him seem dumb. Yeah, but you just have to, because it's a kid's show. Yeah, no, and I also, know, just, also why like, that in, any, in anything, like, you know, like, for example, Indiana Jones, like, how many times does he escape, like, the bad guy because they, like, give a long speech about why they're so bad? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I do think, though, um, like, a lot of shows and movies or books or whatever, I'll get to the end and be like, oh, no, like, how are they going to kill the person? Like, are they going to have to do, like, X trick or X or Y thing or something? Because, um, like, you know, the person's really scary. And, like, a lot of shows and a lot of movies, they're just, like, pathetic because they'll just, like, break some rules that they established and, like, make the, the protagonist win really easily. But Gravity Falls, I don't think they do that. And I think the trick with the um, memory gun is like smart and placed by like the establishing it's rules. It's smart. I think the build up and you can still have weird again, like say like build essence is like leaking out or something. I don't think he should have fully escaped and had all the power. 
Really, I I don't think so. I really I love him with the power. Yeah, he's terrifying. He's <laughs> so scary. And like I literally like have all of his dialogue memorized. Like I know exactly what he's gonna do. And but still, it's just like, well, isn't this interesting? Like, it's also a really good episode. Is the one where we I think it's first we first meet Bill, and there's like that corridor with all the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good episode. Yeah, yeah. When he that's when he, he goes into uh, into Stanwy. It's a good episode. He's he's great. He's only in. Yeah, he's only in like three episodes. He's in the end of season one, one in the middle of season two, one in the... Doesn't he appear at the end of one with Gideon? When he first gets summoned? Yeah, but that's, that's just like a... He's a established to be the main bad guy, even though he's off screen for most of the time. Only through the flashes that we see at the, the flashing panel of the like, oh. Zodiac. Yeah. Which um, Hammer has never seen. No, I showed it to Yeah, him. yeah. Oh, I thought you said he hadn't watched the intro. Well, the, he's, it's at the end of the Win again oh, intro. Okay. We see Bill ripped out of the page. Um, but, you know, I was going to say in terms of, like, weird one, weird two, weird three, um, what did you think of, like, like, how they stacked up next to each other um, in terms of, like, enjoyment value, uh, like, goodness as a show, entertainment, like, everything? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember which episode was which. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, it, it was fun to watch. Why don't we rank characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number one is Waddles. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is Mabel <laughs> Mabel isn't giving it her time to shine in, in these episodes No but I really like her throughout the seasons Really? Yeah. Her voice was so annoying really? Don't you dare disgrace that voice actor I love her with Kristen my entire Shaw heart incredible. I don't know much about her But I love Mabel's voice I really like she it She actually shot me when she appeared in Glee And was like so old She just sounds like a small child What do you think of, um, of Stan's voice acting? Stan's voice. Um, fine. I think it was it was it was fine. Okay, yeah. that's really interesting because I think that it's cringe. Like a lot of the lines, he'll be, they'll be like so like hammy. And yeah, like, a bit, a bit. Yeah, but but the voice like itself isn't. Oh isn't yeah, so bad, yeah. But, I like the voice. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Some of it is. I feel like it's kind of supposed especially to be after hammy. like having seen him as being like a like a thug teenager. Stan. Oh, like when we saw him as a yeah, yeah. But but what's really interesting is that I would just I would normally just be like, okay, guess Alex Hirsch is negative like a voice actor, uh, but he plays Bill. Oh wow! But no, Bill is very hammy, but he it's in character for him. To I be. I get, and he has all that cool like echo effects on him. I uh, no, it was a it was a bit like annoying to to listen to to Bill. Yeah, not that it didn't suit his character, mm. but it was just like the sound itself uh, w- wasn't like particularly pleasant. That it's dragging this off the table. Oops. Oh, infighting, infighting. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be like, where's my foot catching it? It's just had me slowly <laughs> pulling it. Um, uh, what were we talking we about? We found it kind of grating to listen to. Yeah, a bit. Mm, that's really legit. I would, I would like listen to, uh, I haven't done it yet, but I would listen to like a YouTube video of all of Bill's lines, like as background music to work. <laughs> like, I, I just love his voice. But yeah, um, yeah, no, the the voices of all the um, uh, the the cool dudes in the like the dream bubble. Yeah, was was very fun to listen to. Not because they were like ASMR noises, but just because they were funny. Totally radical, bro. <laughs> totally, <laughs> it was it was so good. Totally radical, bro. I'm curious what parts of the of the thing that things that you bought were cringe and some like four were cool. Because some bits I was like. This is like one of my favorite jokes in the whole thing, and you're like cringe. And other bits, I was like, oh. and then you're like, 
<laughs> just for context that loud slapping noise was space very dramatically slapping his knee yeah yeah uh, no but you, you're laughing and have made them more funny for me like bo- bonacious tea i think it's maybe gotten one laugh out of me in the I many times i watched it that joke jess jess doesn't it's like so bad <laughs> i'm adored <laughs> You can call me Bodacious T. No, no, but I, I do like, I do like, this just in, this arrow in my shoulder. <laughs> no, I, I didn't understand why he wasn't in, in pain. Also, also, I didn't, I had no idea who the guy <laughs> you, was. You just got to ask the logistics of this tattoo, like why he wasn't in pain. Well, well was it, it was like a real arrow, just like. Yeah, yeah. Shot. Oh, I thought you- I didn't remember the joke. I thought you meant it was a tattoo. Like one of those cringy arrows. Oh, uh, no, no. It's just somebody had just shot him. And no, he wants oh. to be a news reporter in the normal bit of the show. Oh, right. So it's like, like this, just in. Oh, I see. <laughs> and like the Damn zoom up close up of his face. <laughs> zoom out this arrow What's in my shoulder. episode where they're like fishing? They're like on a boat. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the rest uh, of the episode. I just remember that they're on a boat. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the episode? Legend of the Gobblewonka? What happens in it? <laughs> uh, they swim on the boat and then they go to an island and then they find a uh, like lake nose monster and then they find out McGucket uh, built the lake nose monster because he's crazy and divorced misses his son who like uh, never shows okay. up in the rest of the show. Um, well, he still misses. His he's son. like the the scientist. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but you 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 liking uh, Bodacious team made me <laughs> like him more. Um, it, no, it was really nice watching it with you because it was like oh like i was like it felt like i was like watching it for the first time in a way that happened before um different but and like i caught like way like a lot more things that like i just never noticed before um also yeah pudding center burger did you have you ever caught that before i had to watch alone <laughs> i didn't catch it because <laughs> no one was there with the net below me that was really bad who's, who's a net? oh oh um who's a net um <laughs> Um, no, the yeah, that was so weird because it's like on the outside, it's a normal burger, and you see there's beige at the bottom <laughs> for the bun, and then brown, red, and green for the the burger and, and Are salad you to in the middle. The of this? <laughs> and beige on top for the top of the bun. He takes a bite out of it, and there's a beige circle that goes all the way around the outside, like a bread on the outside. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is it? Is it, is it like painted on? Yeah. Wait, so is it like a bread bowl but with a burger? Inside? It was just it was just gross, and it just stayed on screen for yeah. Like, it was screen like way longer than a normal like joke prop would. I also loved how how much like stuff just like, appeared and disappeared between shots. Like, um, uh, what was the other thing that was in there that that went away instantly after it wasn't needed in shot? Apart from the the flying burger, uh, maybe it was the burger. And then I like it was so funny when when they were getting on the bus and you see a shot of the bus driver and he's just there and it's just like a blank bus, no, like nothing, <laughs> just like a boring looking bus driver. And then they try and bring the pig on and he's like, no animals. And then there's like a no animals sign. Yeah, they just, and then they just like threaten him. Oh yeah, yeah. They no, like that pull out like nice. fisticuffs and a gun. Yeah, yeah, like let good. the pig on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, one of my favorite, I don't know if it's like a visual gag. It's not funny, but it's very good. Is when Bill gets shot through the hat 
and there's flesh inside of it. Oh yeah. Oh, I just thought, ew. Every every single time Bill is on like they do such cool things with him. He gets like the best drawings. Like when he goes evil and dark in 3D and he's chasing them through. When he's like, I got a multi-dimensional makeover, and he like goes. Oh, and, no, and when and when he when he like turns around and you see his like eyes swivel around and then the bricks like click around. Oh my god, face. the brick one. Yeah, and like when they pull out his eye and the electrical oh. comes out. Sorry, the dinosaur biting into his eye it was just oh, you know what I never no. thought about did you ever think about the fact that like the dinosaur is like dead like that's kind of grim I don't know um, and it's just a severed dinosaur head yeah I, no I'm fine with that because I absolutely despise dinosaurs <laughs> I have a massive fear of dinosaurs <laughs> that's still that's, that fear's gonna come in handy that's what no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well space banged into the, all the desks when he was joking about being 3d so clearly he doesn't actually understand 3d but um no i don't i like see I, I really like lizards and i really like um birds which are descendant from dinosaurs and i really like turtles and tortoises and they bought these really cute dino pens are like qv dino pens um and i really i'm excited because they just dispatched it Wait, but what's your opinion on George from Peppa Pig? What? Where he's like, he's like his main interest is dinosaur. He's always like, dinosaur, rare. I don't have an opinion on George from Peppa Pig. Oh, you should get one. But, um, no, <laughs> it's more like realistic dinosaurs. <laughs> like, I can't watch Jurassic Park because they scare me oh, so interesting. much. And it all comes from a traumatic memory in my past. When um, I went on, you know, the Jurassic World ride at disney world i think it is and it's like a little boat ride and there's a big drop at the end and no one warned me i think they were like oh yeah it's really chill it's just like a drop at the end and i was like okay cool it's just like a boat ride and i must have been 10 or something um and i did not know that i was autistic at the time which realizing now is very much i think i just have a very I mean, I like I threw up every single night after that, and I kept on having nightmares about dinosaurs because when we were going through and the dinosaurs were like they were like animatronics of the dinosaurs eating scientists. There was this loud siren going the entire time, um, and it, like this, I think it was just it was so loud. I just had like a sensory overload and I couldn't escape. And then there were like dinosaur roars and it just scared me. Oh, great! Wait, so how does the boat come into it and the drop? They were in the. It's oh like, yeah, it's yeah, like a drop. boat ride. Yeah, like, like a lake, and then like <laughs> you got eaten by a dinosaur at the end. No, yeah, no, no, I was no, thinking no, you like, you, like fall off the drop, and then no, no, the, no, the mouth like a, is open. There's a big T Rex at the end. <laughs> Chew her way out of a dinosaur. <laughs> there's a big T Rex at the end of it, and then there's like you can't see any way out. But then you go, like, go through some black curtains at the end. There's like a drop right after that, and you go through its legs. Oh, oh. It, no, the ride isn't scary. I, I really enjoy big drops, but um. What well, so you just like fall off a waterfall? It, it's. How you know, it's like it? a seep slide. Oh, I mean, do you like roller coasters? I hate roller coasters. I've barely ever been on a roller coaster before. You've never? Well, no, I have. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty fun. Mm. I get really motion sick. But you, but you just said you like. I like drops, but I don't like spinning and stuff. Oh, uh, speaking um, of spinning, let's spin right back onto the topic of today's. Yeah. I just had to dump my tri- dinosaur trauma. No, that was a really interesting story. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, bits that I find cringe. Personally, I think that standard Ford to fight is like super good drive. Um, oh my god! Like, why they're clearly glowing blue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh no, 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 not that one. Like, 
I like you. I walked the whole way through. No, 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 no. Even no, just like that one episode, mm. um, Tale of Two Stands. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what the fighting over. Uh, yeah, it's because he was like walking around in school at midnight with a bag of peanuts, and then he's like, "This is all your fault, you dumb machine." <laughs> Destroys <laughs> perpetual motion machine. Cost Ford his dream school. Kicked out of his house. What's the context of being in a, a school at night with peanuts? No one knows. What the hell? You, you remember uh, it, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it made sense. No, but there, there was no like scene before it that we skipped of like him being like, oh, gotta make sure I go back into school at midnight. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Okay, actually, I guess now that I'm saying it out loud, I actually don't mind so much because, like, it's already like a half hour episode. Like, it's really long for a Gravity Falls episode, and they have a lot to fit in there. And it's not essential to why he's in school. Fine. And I guess maybe, like, like them fighting over, like, the machine is just supposed to be, like, a surface level representation of, like, the deeper fight underneath of, like, Stan worrying that Ford is going to leave. Actually, yeah, so I went into that pretty hard, but actually, I take it back, actually. I think that's, it's okay. You know what um, I think is contrived? What? They have about. I think two arguments. They're kind of one argument, but there's like two sections to them. Where um, before the, they're in the glowy blue circle thing that I already think is done, he's they are clearly glowing blue and doing magic, and he's like, <laughs> "I don't believe this. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's possible, <laughs> sir." sir. <laughs> They are glowing. <laughs> These human beings are luminescent. <laughs> what, I mean, what do you think about Standard Ford's whole um, stuff? Uh, well, what, what I found weird, though, is like, because there's like a decent amount of time between when they get Ford out of the portal and the end of the, the show. Right? Yeah. Um, it seems like they, they'd, have, they'd have made up in that time and like they get on pretty fine. Um, and like, sure, they're probably kind of crossed with each other, but like, I don't know. Stan like spent his whole life trying to get Ford out the portal, um, and then fine if he's like a tiny bit cross at the beginning, but then and they they should make up pretty quickly. And then there's like a ton of time, and then it gets to the end, and then the fight suddenly comes back. Mm. Yeah, so he breaks the circle to have an argument with Ford. I just think it's so. Yeah, no, I I actually think that little like section of dialogue is really clever because you don't want to just think that it's Stan's fault, which it isn't because he worked for thirty years to rectify his mistake, and like he's not a super genius. He like learned like a bunch of like engineering and stuff to get this magic portal that no one on the planet understands working in secret, stole toxic waste, like like went hard as hell to go beyond everything he could do to save his brother and did it and his brother didn't thank him and everybody loves him and everybody still thinks that he's stupid and like there was a whole other episode that's, that's really like emotionally salient actually where stan wants to run for mayor and like the kids don't think that he'd be a good mayor and they're like trying to sabotage like his running and like 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 they don't like, people don't, like, respect him nearly as much as the way Ford does. And so, like, for everyone there to be, like, listening to Ford and, like, doing what he says and, like, still stand is, like, no one's taking me seriously. Like, like without, like, the context of all of that, like, fine, it will seem like Stan is just, like, being dumb and, like, forgetting about Bill and stuff. But I buy that Stan is the type of person who would be kind of myopic in that sense, even if there's, like, a... No, 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 fine, fine, fine. I, I, I think that with that, yes, absolutely, it makes sense for him to be that selfish and, like, he can't, he's not seeing it clearly. But not selfish, but you know what I mean, like a selfish act. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think the show does a good enough job at pushing that point. 
Really? I think they needed to, like, I don't know. I think they need to have it be a running character thing for him. Because, like, it's mentioned a few times, but I don't think it's made, like, the fact that me and Hammer are making this argument shows they did not evidence it enough. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I, I think that, um, but, like, even, even given that, um, like, Stan does go and join the circle, right? Um, yeah. But, but then, then it just doesn't work anyway. No, because he samples out. Yeah, but that's but that's Ford's fault. Like, there's no way you can not see that. Out. Oh yeah, it yeah, because no, Ford is like pedanting him about his grammar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Why would he ever do that? Because oh. he's like, I can't say that. He I can't say the that. Grammar police. <laughs> uh, I don't know what word to use to describe mm. it, but he's just being like, um, I see that. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was gonna make another joke, but then I was like, I can't describe a swear word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just it's hey, worse somehow. Like, you know, what does a needle do to you? <laughs> He's just being one of those That's not a swear word. I was gonna call him something else. Oh, okay. Um You can call him a prick. Okay. Well, he's being a prick to um That's <laughs> space. That's like the most <laughs> low level swear I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean someone like Shut up! It's not an appropriate <laughs> word. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, um, it's actually two words. Grammar. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that. <laughs> oh, grammar! You, you stuck up. Little... <laughs> oh my god! I sent out an email and I used the wrong your. Yeah, you used the wrong your in a message to me earlier today. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, I had to reread it like 18 times. <laughs> if you, ca- you know, if I'm casually typing something out and I I put the wrong your in, I'm so sorry. If you correct me, just don't. It's just not okay. No, yeah, obviously not. Yeah. Which is why, yeah, no, but, yeah. No, but that, that's why the reason why I think that that little exchange is clever because they make it both of their faults. Don't yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, like, I, you know, when I was watching, I just can't get over. Like, fine if he like corrected him once as like a sort of a joke, but then when he just keeps on, he's like, grammar, <laughs> so, so arrogant. I, you know, I think Ford is in character. I think Stan is on. Is almost portrayed a little bit below where I saw him. You know what? What makes it kind of sad though? Maybe this is just my like limited understanding of like the real world, but they are kind of acting like children. And like they've been alive for like seventy years. I think there are just people who bring that out in you. They're like, if like when my cousins get together, they're both like, what? One of them's twenty six. One of them's twenty four. Like they're adults. Okay, now. The age gap is fine, but they still should be getting together. No, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. Go on. <laughs> At family reunions. <laughs> can we? Can we just mark this? You in just case make your an incest joke. This? Okay, my cousins, who are very nice people, um, whenever they get together, they just like become kids again. Like, um, they do Sam the entire weekend kept on doing that thing, um, to Izzy of like when you kick someone in the back of the knees mm. to like, was it grandpaing or something? 
<laughs> I haven't done that in ages. Oh my god, old grandpa. <laughs> they always he was doing that to her the entire weekend and shoving her and like they were calling each other idiots mm. and they were like challenging each other to drinking the competitions. Like they just immediately become kids again. And I think that's what your sibling often does to you, especially when you have a more contentious relationship. And you think that that's even true on the bad side, the reverse side yes. of being kids with the immaturity and not being able to see like the bigger picture of like stopping an apocalypse. Yes, yeah. I think the like immediate reaction when you've ha- been having an argument for so long is to like revert to old tactics. And especially with someone you have a history of being petty with because you were children, it immediately turns into a petty argument because there never was any logic behind it to begin with. Yeah. What did you think of um the scene at the end of Tale of Two Stands when uh Ford gets sucked into the portal? Um in the flashback. Yeah. When Ford I'm trying to it was so it was so contrived because really? they're like he switched the entire thing off and they're like wrestling around the lab and they happen to accidentally switch every single <laughs> button to switch the portal back on. But apart from that, um and then there when he gets a way to do that without it having to Interesting. But I feel like I've seen that a lot where they accident they're they're just in a fight and then they accidentally activate the thingy. Mm. Um uh but then then when he got chucked into the portal and then Stan was like, no, what have I done? What like, have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? I think, I think Stan's acting there is like awful. He's like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I just got him back. I don't want to lose him again. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, he said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I did want to say, on the note of exposition in this show, I think... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, more. like at the beginning of when they were... It was like, like a, a five second cut between the end of the last episode and the beginning of the next one and he's like so we're inside this portal we've got to get Mabel out Bill is wrecking havoc outside and we have to put an end to this <laughs> you, you cannot okay well you can write it because somebody did um, but yeah it's like, do, do you remember at the beginning of Windmaker 2 I think um, th- these type of things I start to zone out because yeah. I, as someone who I think everyone knows is very obsessed with Harry Potter at the beginning of, I think, book one to four, there is just a recap of everything that has happened in the past yeah. four books. No, no, but with, with books, it's fine because they just do it inside the narration and it's nice. No but it's, no, but it's like a solid chapter at the beginning of book three <laughs> where they spend a chapter recapping the last two books. And it's like, I read them. <laughs> Who's jumping in at book three? Who's doing that? Well, That's I your was, own fault. I was thinking that, but we jumped in at the series finale. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but it's different for like. Books. I guess if it's <laughs> if it's streamed live. Yeah, exactly. And after like six months as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was ages. But yeah. I I kept being really happy because I was like, oh crap, wait, I forgot to say. It. Did I say that Gillian went to jail? Um. Uh, and what else? There were other bits where I was like, oh, is this going to be explained? Um. Like with with like the Zeus's uh Zeus's dad showing up. Like we never watched that episode. That was like a whole episode. It was a yeah. really good episode. Were you confused with that bit? Uh, no, no, but like because I like, cause I know that ton of stuffs happened. So when he just whips out his magic size changing torch i'm just like oh yeah was there wait was there anything like really egregious like that that like i forgot like that i didn't even notice was like something that you wouldn't have Uh, any idea about i can't remember most of it most of it i just assumed it was from from before and like yeah the before time yeah no there's basically nothing uh completely new in the finale um well that's what you're supposed to do in a finale yeah, sure. I don't know. I wouldn't mind something that like has some epic twist in the finale. Talking of epic things in the epic finale, twist is only that epic. little bit where you see that little grey diamond guy dancing when they're having a party was so good. 
<laughs> no, but epic, epic twists are only epic because you set them up. Yeah, yeah. No, Steven Universe does that. Steven Universe is a good example of a show that in its very last episode, it's very five minutes or something amazing. No it's comment. It's time to come out. No, no comment. No comment. No comment. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I will say that animation is very smooth. I think they, turned, they put it to... Instead yeah, of doing they gave it, it to James Baxter. It's so smooth. So um, yeah, but what was I going to say? Um, yeah, actually, no, Steven Universe... People get onto Steven Universe, but I think Steven Universe like consistently reveals information all the way through the whole show. Gravity Falls has one twist, which is that Dipper and Mabel's uh, that Stan has a secret brother, and it has one thing that it's building up to, which is uh, Dipper and Mabel's fight mirroring their no, fight. The thing and is, you're only that's only your perspective because you watched the show before. But I think if you're watching it for the first time, like all the way through. At least when I watched it, it did feel like a consistent reveal of information because you're, it's world building. It's like every single time there's a new, each episode is like a new page of the book. That's still a form of information sharing. Whereas in Steven Universe, they spend so much time just mucking around in the town. Like there's so much filler where yeah, nothing yeah. new is revealed that like it doesn't feel like a constant flow of information. Whereas in like Gravity Falls, like even if it's not plot relevant, Things don't have to be plot relevant to still be information. Yeah. Like, there's like an episode where we're like doing the gnome stuff, or like Mabel has a B episode, like a B plot during important. Is it the episode before we're beginning? Where she's got like trying to invite people to her birthday party? Oh, yeah. But that was that's still thought. significant. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's still world building, especially with like the pages and like the one golf episode I really like. Yeah, yeah. That one was really good. But I, I feel like there's a difference between like learning more about the world, like, as we're just like hopping along in like that natural way of like, you know, like writers are like feeling it out and like, like introducing new pieces that can be used later on versus like, this is like part of the conceit of the entire thing. And like, you're holding back and like, here's another little nugget. Here's another little nugget. And all of them like play into the whole thing. And Steven Universe does that. Like they have like a whole set of rules about gem society, about how Steven's gem work, about his mom and the reveal. We don't learn about the cluster, like the whole like mid like villain no, no, of like no, the midpoint of the show. It's like in Gravity Falls, it's all very neatly tied together. So it's also every bit of world building is surrounding the books. It's all about the mystery shack. It's all about Stan. Like it's all very tied together. Whereas in Steven Universe, when we're like in what you call the conceit of the show, it is so far divorced from what eventually becomes the main plot line that I just feel like I'm watching someone's pizza dreams or whatever it is. <laughs> it's so, not only that, but it's boring. Oh, interesting. It's just boring because I want to start learning about Homeworld and that. And I don't mind hanging out with the gems. Like, that's interesting. Yeah. Or like, I was about to reference a plot point, which I realized, I don't know, but like, What's that one episode with the one character where he learns about the sword? Uh, learns about the sword? Ronaldo? Uh, I don't know. But like you, when we're mucking around with the gems or mucking around on Homeworld or like even in the last season, though, I don't love it. When we're on Homeworld and... <laughs> sorry. Almost done, almost done. <laughs> when we're on Homeworld and even if it's a filler episode, it still actively feels... Like, we're going somewhere. And Steven Universe Future is really good at this, where we're like... Yeah, yeah. The plot is slowly building over time, and even if we're, like, like kind of mucking around, <laughs> it's still connected to the gems and the more interesting aspect of the show. Because Steven hanging out with normal people in a normal town is not interesting. <laughs> Again, with the normal... 
um they're not magic space crystals <laughs> uh yeah no that that's true fair enough um thank you for listening this week we discussed <laughs> steven universe uh, i actually wonder have we ever mentioned steven universe on air before i don't think so i think we have no i don't, I don't think so yeah anyway uh, i spoiled you on um the ending scene where bill kills uh i mean where stan <laughs> you you showed me that like a year ago yeah or, yeah yeah or more. um just because there was a point where I was saying you're a real wise guy, but you made one fatal mistake like every day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did this you? This is what spending time with space is like. <laughs> did you um? Did you remember that when you guessed uh like about the? Do you do you want to do you want to say your epic infinite IQ stuff you were saying out loud right before the ending? Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember. Um, well, no, I was just like, because I kind of I remember that you saying that they. They killed him by like erasing someone's memory. Oh, I said him. that already. I think so. Oh, what yeah. a shame! Um, oh. And and they 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 were like talking about it anyway. They were like, uh, you said that like ages ago, like a year um, ago. Yeah, when you showed me the thing, and then he was like, they were talking about the uh, memory eraser gun. Mm. Um, and then I remembered like you you explaining that that. Um, Ford had like that little barrier around his brain. I was like, obviously, Bill just goes into just That Stan's was actually head. such a loud noise. I heard it through my headphones. Oh, wow. You like knocked on your head, and I like heard whips I mean, it, out. It's nothing compared to in the episode. That was so funny because we were just watching like that small section. He's like, and anyway, like we like had hadn't seen the bit where when Ford explained this head. He's like, and anyway, Bill can't go inside my mind. Remember, <laughs> clunk clunk. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, go on. Um. But no, and then then I was like, surely he just goes in Stan's head, and you were like, no, 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 because why, why would, why would Bill go in Stan's head anyway? And I was like, sweat run down <laughs> his face, and I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, and then you're like, uh, I guess maybe maybe your point's valid. Um, Did I give it away? Uh, no, maybe no, no, I didn't guess. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really understand what you were saying. Um, and then and then they didn't. All they all they had to do was like switch clothes. But because because Stan always wears his his fez hat, I'd never seen his his hair before. Oh yeah. Um, and I thought <laughs> I thought I just thought I just assumed he was bald for some reason. That that's the um, finale twist that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, and then hair. and then you see him with the hair, and I was like, wait, how is that working? And then he puts the 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 fez on, but because Ford just like plonks it on his head, he has his fringe sticking forward. It was, it was so weird. Okay. Mm. Um. Just minor, 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 minor nitpick. Um, literally the most ridiculous thing you could possibly do. If he's wearing a fez twenty four seven, yeah, his hair hasn't seen the sun for many a year. Um, and Ford is like adventuring with his hair out. Stan's hair should be darker than Ford's. Yeah, I'm pretty Ford sure. Ford has the the white like stripe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a no, nice as in stripe. like his entire head should be sun bleached. Ford should be compared to Stan's. It should be significantly darker. Maybe, maybe, maybe what he's really doing in that basement when he goes down is just having a go on his tanning bed. <laughs> he's got a tanning bed down there. What is it in Spider-Man No Way Home? Where the, um, someone made like, oh yeah, I just thought that was Happy's tanning bed. And it turns out to be like a fabricate or whatever. Okay, the, the other thing I, I wanted to say very briefly was, um, okay, what I was very curious. When uh, Bill goes to like tap the bubble, like he like started laughing like so much. It was so funny. Um. <sighs> what? Wait, what was that when he like first taps the bubble and it's like, uh, 
I can't remember. No, no, no. Um, no, it was just because he's like, you see, it's like this chaos world where it's all like red and stuff. And he's about to go get the whole world. And he just like bangs his face on the side of this bubble. And then outside it's just normal and green. And so I laughed a bit. And then like I started coughing. Uh, okay. in my nose. <clears throat> do you think I do you think the gravity falls? <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't Hanver laughing. It was Hanver dying. You just didn't help him. I I can't even. I can't even say 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 it. It's just. It's so clunky. Do you think the gravity fool's natural law of weirdness magnetism was contrived? (laughs) What even is that? I. I, one bit. I don't think you fully explained before we were watching because, like, I remember you saying. Oh right. Now it's it. That's it. It's only in the finale. Oh, I see. Because I remember you like. You're saying that like the like, ages ago when you first described the premise, you said that there were there was this place where a ton of weird stuff kept on happening, like Bermuda Triangle style. Um, mm. And then and then I remember there's a bit when it's like in the the backstory of Ford and he's like tracking these like little red bloopy thingies on the on the map and they lead to oh. Gravity Falls. And so I wasn't quite sure why there of all places it was happening. Wait, so um... oh, so you thought. Oh, so you think that bubble is like the same kind of thing? You think it's related? I don't know what it was. It's, just, it's the thing that contains Bill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. It's not plot relevant. I think if it's not plot relevant, really, like the plot could continue kind of as it was going. I think it's just like a random thing to be like, we don't want to make the show too big. Um, I don't mind it. No, no, no. But it's it's essential because it's the only reason why Bill needs Ford. Otherwise, he wouldn't oh, go into his yeah, brain I guess. and like. He wouldn't care so much about getting Dipper and Mabel and like, yeah, true. I guess it's the entire it impetus didn't of really bother me too much. I mean, I you know I'm glad that Bill didn't just fly away and start terraforming the sun. You know, I, I I'm glad that he. How was... does one terraform the sun? It's made of gas. <laughs> I'm glad that he had some reason to you know still care about all and stuff and be. I guess it's not technically gas. But they just made it up out of nowhere. Like it's, it's mm. just oh right. I guess all that other stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but why is there any explanation why it all happens in that one place? And then suddenly, as soon as they like fix it, then they he looks at the map and then there's like some bloop in the like Pacific Ocean or something. Yeah, no, I I think Bill was just I Ford was just saying there were some anomalies. They don't really explain that either. Um, the best we have is the UFO. Oh. At one point, Ford says, "Did the town? Uh, did the UFO?" attract the town's strange weirdness or did the town's strange weirdness attract the craft the answer is still unknown you know i think that <laughs> it's um gravity <laughs> falls <laughs> it, it borders on a hard magic system but it doesn't quite get there and i don't mind that because in the end i think especially with magic systems the like imperative to making them work is that you don't explain everything like sometimes the reason for something is this it is there it's just what it is and i think just having some things that are inherent to the world that are kind of hinted at with like all these weird things happening and this is just kind of like an answer to that doesn't really bother me like random stuff appearing in a show that has like is almost like like magic slash science fiction-esque doesn't totally like bug yeah. me down. No, no, no. It doesn't break it at all for me. I, I do think it's like a little lazy, but like I, I actually don't mind. It's like in it's Star great. Wars. Like I like the concept of kyber crystals, but I'm really, really glad they weren't mentioned in the original trilogy because cyber it's... crystals. Yeah. Oh sure. Um, do they say kyber back then? I don't know. Um, 
they're spelt Kyber, whatever. Um, but like, they're not relevant to the plot line, and you can just say, "Yes, these are magic laser swords." Like, you don't need to explain why there's a magic laser sword. Hmm. Okay. The, sorry. The last, the last thing that I wanted to to very briefly touch on is um regarding like Mabel, like Dipper saying like I'm not going to take Ford's apprenticeship, and Mabel like agreeing to leave. Like, on that being, like, the, like, central moral of, like, the show, how do you think about, about how that went down? I think it's basically saying that, like, your family and those closest to you is more important than your ego. Mm. Mm. Well, it's more, it wasn't his ego, it was, like, his future. Wait, 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 Let, what, what do you think? Uh, well, I guess it was, like, definitely the moral. It wasn't just, like, some way that they had to end the story. Uh, because you remember, like the whole thing of Ford and Stan falling apart because Ford was gonna leave Stan behind, mm. and then Dipper and Mabel are gonna be good because they avoid that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was it was kind of kind of weird logic because like it's like a uh, what is it called? The thing of um, you shouldn't of like. Oh, I can't remember the joke. Aww. Um, <laughs> um, uh, like sci- science and stuff being bad because it like um, uh, um. You okay? It was a late night. It was a late night. <laughs> just, science being <laughs> just the saddest side I've ever heard. Um. It's like <laughs> the the moral is that you shouldn't is like he shouldn't go on to do what he wants to do and like make his life better and go and like explore and like do loads of interesting discovery like moving his life on because it like risks making it like he's twelve. Less pleasant. <laughs> well, okay, okay. No, well, yeah, but yeah. like it doesn't matter that it's like one short term like apprenticeship. If we're talking about like the moral of the story, not like the last two minutes. Of yeah, because because it is especially because it's paralleling with Ford and Stan. It's like basically the same thing. But but, but this is just build up to whatever thing Hammer's gonna say. Yeah, it's like kind kind of like a uh, a weird like metaphor of like saying that you should just stick with what you're comfortable and with and what you know and like. What's like making you you happy and like don't move on in life almost? Oh, uh, interesting. Like as and like here, like the apprenticeship stuff would be the moving on in life. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. It would be like um, it's like you know, like uh, imagine like a, a ton of coming of age stories about like kids being nervous about being adults, and then the moral is they have to like learn to like accept their life is going to go on. This is like. Don't do that and like do whatever you I can to stay where you are. Um, yeah. It always is more reminiscent of a buildings roman um in general <laughs> than specifically a coming of age story. This is a plot relevant currently on the You have to have seen the previous. <laughs> <laughs> a buildings roman is basically all coming of age stories are buildings romans, but buildings romans are like the genre in general. If you look at things like Captain in the Rye, um that's very much a buildings roman. Night in the Woods is a really good example of a buildings God, roman. Damn, you really streamlined this definition from the Bones <laughs> and All episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> English studies go <going> well. <laughs> no, but it's basically the concept of an adult. Yeah, coming yeah, 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 yeah. We we know what it is. Yeah, but it's telling the viewers, <laughs> the listeners. The listener. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, go on. I'm telling space in the future. Um, but just the, I think it's more about like personal sacrifice than it is about like, it's kind of against the idea of like, go achieve your dreams and like leave your family behind. And it's saying like, y- you can like be interested in this stuff and like go after your dreams and things like that. But you have to take into account people around you. And I think that is basically going against the slight oversimplification that other coming of age stories do where um they leave and they're completely happy and it's kind of the same thing that ladybird does where um she leaves and she realizes that she could have had a better relationship with her mum, but um she kind of gave it up in exchange for her future and there's a balance you need to find interesting sorry i talked very far yeah no <laughs> no i think the the ending moral uh of like how people think about the fight between dipper and mabel is one of like the only things that people will be like this is sus about gravity falls yeah um, it's like a grease type ending yeah really. yeah yeah it's like a, a way milder version of, <laughs> of Greece. i disagree i think that you think it's you think so like overall you're just like yeah like dipper should have stayed dipper should stay to go home with mabel yeah because like think what he, he does is with... 12 well <laughs> And I think no, but like I think sacrificing his relationship with Mabel. Also, also, yeah. No, like another thing is that like a whole like a ton of the stakes of the whole film is like they're going away from Gravity Falls to come back there, like in (laughs) a couple months for the next holiday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The whole, the whole (laughs) insane stakes of leaving forever. But then yeah, literally, the the world almost ends because she's in a sulk about like. She won't see him until, like, after the next term when she comes back. No, but I'm sorry. When you're 12, like, not seeing your brother, like, your twin who you've lived with for an entire school year is, like, very, very difficult. And you do grow a lot. From, like, 12 to 13, that's a huge difference in your life. Yeah. And I think it, it makes sense for Mabel to be stressed about that. But I also think that... Dipper sacrificing his relationship with Mabel or spending time with Mabel to go chase his future at the age of 12 is a bit dramatic of him. And I think it is appropriate for him to go back to like school and wow. his family and see his parents again. <laughs> their parents are non existent. <laughs> we see like their arms in the first episode, mm. that's it. <laughs> um Yeah, no, to be to be honest, I do like I do forget that he's he's just twelve for a lot of the show. Yeah. Um but but no, but like apart from like the the minute details of like the the admin of what age the characters are, like the morals is like I don't know, it seems kind of sus. Like if you think about like Dipper, like the thing that he most enjoys is going around like doing all this cool science and um weirdness, blah blah blah, with, with Ford and that's like what he wants to do for his whole life and he wants to be like his uncle. And then when he's with Mabel they do like what, like making like birthday invitations or something. <laughs> to be fair, she's kind of useless. She like causes the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. But I just, you're, you're calling her useless for acting like a child. Because she is a child. Um, but no, like compared to Dipper. Yeah. I guess, but like, I think at the same time, there's like kind of a form of appreciation you always have to have the people around you like dipper may be like amazing at this thing but it doesn't make mabel's skill set of being like artistic and being friendly any less well no hammer hammer hasn't seen any of of those episodes but i think um on the on the level of um 
like like that being his interest like mystery hunting and like science and all that stuff is like his primary interest and like what's he gonna do if he go try and mabel like stick googly eyes and stuff I I, i'm curious what you think about that i think he can still go do it i think that just like he made the decision too black and white and i think um like who alex sure no 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 no. not like dipper was viewing the situation as too black and white of like Either I go adventuring now or I'm Yeah, to be honest, surely he can it's like it's his it's his uncle. Like his literal family. Surely <laughs> just he go can visit. take he can take no, surely he can just take the apprenticeship like when he's like at a normal age <laughs> to be going around like Yeah, like sh- go take it for college. <laughs> like I guess. Don't do it when you are twelve. Six years is a long time when you're twelve. Imagine imagine me telling you that you can uh that no, you, you like, can do you can adult. make films when you're 30 i'm protecting your age by by adding some, some unknowns <laughs> no but as an adult like looking after a child um if it it's like that whole concept of in america you can graduate and go to university at 14 if you're very smart but that is so damaging to someone to be separated from their peers from when they're 14 and put into a university environment like there's a reason that like you're supposed to say in school when you are that age it's not to do with intelligence it's to do with emotional maturity yeah okay on that level i guess kind of fine but i i feel like and i feel like if the show had like sorry if the show had made a bit of a bigger deal over that that then sure but they, they especially do it in the context of like dipper designing because he doesn't want to make mabel sad and that seems toxic af like can't do anything that results in him being far away from mabel no, i don't think it's that i think it's no but cope. like you do, your decisions do have to consider those around you and like as much as like you should chase after your dreams you can't just abandon your entire family you can not yeah you can't, yeah you, you can't let your like whole everything you want to do just be held back by by your sister but you can't yeah. view it as holding back because that relationship's giving you something as well yeah like, i'm not saying if... your family is in like blood is strong or something like that but like if someone gives you something in exchange for a relationship like you're friends with someone then there is like an exchange in sorts of that and like even if it's even if like for example when you go to the us yeah we're still gonna talk over messages and like call each other yeah because we are friends and to maintain a relationship we have to talk so like that concept with a brother and sister who are 12 like you have to be together and you have to talk to each other and you have to like spend time with each other and it's about like the personal trade-off between like maintaining a relationship and then also getting what you want yeah but if there's something that he like like you can love people like so much and have them be like completely central to your entire life but if he just also loves adventuring so much and that's more important to him than being in the context of like regular social whatever whatever and like and he's not saying like <laughs> screw you mabel <laughs> i'm gonna go to adventure he's like we'll chat online you know we'll, we'll visit over the weekends and stuff like he's he's still he's he's not sacrificing his relationship with mabel to do it i think he's trying to grow up too fast well i think there's a difference between the growing up too fast stuff which i which i buy yeah sure and the like the fact that of mabel holding him back um how are they divorced from each other though who they're both part of the same decision they're not like separate things no no yeah but like in the show like uh like you you only see the mabel holding him back stuff like you barely see like the the no but she's scared of growing up that's the reason she wants like it's it's they're talking about like being at high school and her being scared of going to yeah, high school. Yeah, but like she's not she's not really scared of going to high school. She's scared of going to high school without Dipper. 
and yeah, and, like, and then Dipper goes with her, so she doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't have to do anything hard. She gets exactly what she wants, which is to go back home with the only reason why she wants to stay in Gravity Falls is when she's like Dipper is Dipper might not be with me. Mm. Yeah, I think Mabel's arc is more to see other people as real people and not like stick her own personas on them. Like Dipper. Yeah, because you have that entire like Dippy Fresh thing. Yeah, Dippy Fresh, <laughs> Dippy Fresh. Fresh is so good. I, I can only hope that's not actually how she sees her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's a high, her ideal version of her brother. Like, it's when you're playing with dolls and you like pretend someone's someone else. Like, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I do just are we, a joke. we are going to joke. have to yeah, wrap yeah, up yeah. the episode now. Um, recommendations. Uh, Steven Universe. Um, yeah, Amphibia. Owl House, sure, uh, if, you're, if you're in a rush. Um, <laughs> if you're in a rush. If you're in a rush? <laughs> yeah. And what? Um, uh, what would I recommend that's like this? Uh, Famous Five. Oh, yeah, Famous Five is good. I would recommend Star vs. Forces of Evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, Be and Puppy Cat. And Infinity Train. Oh yeah, I saw. Oh, Infinity Train. Yeah, yeah. Um, I should say also Community for for a weird reason of that. It's like basically the like Gravity Falls like has like some stuff that I think is cringe, but it's at a way lower rate than like almost anything else I watch. And Community is like zero. Like there's like maybe one thing I think is cringe in all the Community, and apart from that, it is just always super funny and mm. always like mm. feels so real. Mm. And so I I put I slam Community in there. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. They do blackface in one episode. No, they don't. <laughs> yes, he dresses up do. as an elf because they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. He paints himself black. He's an he's a elf. <laughs> okay, agree to disagree on that one. Um, I have elf friends. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Um, thank you for listening. I've been Jessica. I've been Hanma. I've been. We'll meet again <laughs> on a sunny day. <laughs>